And the number of people that use that email and, and replies and saying so many of those have turned into sales just by answering questions that they probably felt they couldn't have emailed otherwise. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guide, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with Cabot Harrier. Now, uh, Cabot's been on the podcast before. We had a chat about uh, insider internet success. And uh, you basically came to me originally about the only way that's uh, been the, you know been reliable in terms of generating sales and revenue for his business has been email marketing. So we talked about how to take people from idea to implementation to launch, um, how to go from an idea to a business, that sort of thing. So what Cabot really does is specializes in helping uh, anyone go from nothing to having something, whether it's you know to a six-figure business online. So really, uh, pretty cool stuff. And they also they can also do the whole thing for you, which is pretty badass too. So, but today. Uh, the reason why uh, we're having a chat is uh, he came to me oh, it was a couple of weeks ago, I think, about doing a, another podcast on a campaign and a launch strategy that's, uh, that's been working for him. And uh, yeah, we're going to chat about that. So break it down into sort of an action plan that you can apply yourself today. Kevin, how you doing, man? Yeah, really great. Thanks. I really uh, enjoyed being on the show last time and specifically wanted to say that some of the feedback I received and comments from some of your uh, listeners was fantastic, which is why I reached out again, simply because it seems like the caliber of people listening is, is just really good, and uh, hopefully they're taking some of the stuff, applying it, but they knew what they were talking about, so I really enjoyed that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's funny, the audience. Like uh, A lot of people ask me before we you know, do this podcast, before we hit record, people say, well, who's this audience? They're trying to understand it. And I think there's two or three main groups. You've got the beginners who are just getting started, whether it's with copywriting or trying to sell uh, info products or something like that. Then you have people who have a decent-sized business, maybe low six figures. And then you've got, uh, I, know there's a, I know there's a handful of people out there that are uh, bigger, bigger players, heavy hitters. They don't have time to, uh, I'm assuming they don't have much time to email me because I don't often hear from them. Uh, but when they do, there are some interesting people out there in the woodwork. So yeah, it's an interesting bunch. So anyway, yeah. what are you, uh, so tell me about this, tell me about this today. What, what, are we, what are we talking about? This is your launch. Yeah, so I mean, you know, in my in my work, as we talked about last time, and it's very much the same right now, I have this main service. It's called Automated Business System. And in 12 months, I work with people to take their, from idea to a strategy to launch, to we do all the implementation, we get them up and running, we help them grow their business to 100K. But for me, I would say that's 2% of my audience. Like 2% of my audience actually have an idea that they feel comfortable with. The rest are either, I have no idea, or I have too many ideas, I don't know which one to go for, for to start a business with. And so I had to think about how do I address that market? How do I address that group of people? So I thought about putting together a course. I did some many, many surveys. I got a lot of responses. I read everything. I interviewed some people. And I came up with this idea for the course called How to Find Your First Profitable Idea. Very simple, very straightforward. I devised a process based on all my past clients and what they've done to find an idea. I call it the GAT process, how to generate, then analyze, and then test your ideas to find your most profitable idea, essentially, for any business. And I don't want to talk specifically about the content, but I wanted to tell you a little bit about how I developed that funnel and how I've automated it and all the emails that have gone into it. So much so that every day people are going through it, walking through it at their own pace based on how much they're engaging. 
getting all my emails and communication and being very active in the funnel all the way to the point of purchasing it. And then when I saw that first funnel worked, I connected up a second funnel to it to basically catch all the people that are probably on the fence and to try to do my best to convert them again. So we can talk about all that if you like. Okay. Okay. It sounds interesting. So it's sort of, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. One thing you mentioned before we actually started was uh, you called it an engagement driven funnel. Can you explain to me, what do you mean by that? Well, there are so many people that create autoresponder sequences or content sequences where they just send content after content, email after email, video after email, uh, video after video rather, uh, to somebody who's opted in. And as much as that's great and you should be doing that if you're doing absolutely any, nothing, I prefer to have it so that the people that are actually interested lead the conversation. So I'll send them stuff if they're clicking to tell me they're interested in stuff. So let's just, let's just start with this funnel, for example. I created a series if, in order for me to sell the course that I've created, and the course is $297, so it's very low end, but I wanted to automate the whole process. And I had to, as we know, in order for somebody to buy something, you have to get them to know you, like you, and trust you. And so how do I, the first question you have to think about, and the one that I thought about is how do you get that process down without you having to actively be there? And so what I thought was to create a three-video series and then a fourth video is a sales video. So three videos. The first one talks about the GAG process and the GAT sequence. The second one talks about analysis and the GAT. And the third one talks about testing, which is the third T there. So I thought about creating three videos. And if I created three videos and shared some activity that somebody could do in that first video, that they would get some value and then want to go and watch the second one. So And then, therefore, the third one. So the engagement driven funnel is based on the fact that they actually watch the video. And if they don't watch the video, they don't get the next video. So by them clicking the link to go and watch the video, uh, they will immediately the very next day get the second video. If, however, I send them an email on the first day for them to go and watch video one and they don't watch it, on the second day, they won't get video two. They'll get a reminder to go back and watch video one. On the third day, they'll get a reminder to go back and watch video one. And so again on the fourth day. Until And I've done that for four days. So within that four-day period, they will get reminders to go and watch video two. But anytime they click to watch video two, whether it's the second day, third day, or fourth day, the next day, uh, they uh, video one rather, the next day they'll get the next video essentially. I like it. I, like it. I think this is a really cool way of doing, you know, doing funnels. And like people do it like Perry Marshall calls it a maze. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to sort of you know, frame it up or call it. But I was doing something similar for a client a few months back where they'd get on the funnel and unless they would send them an email saying, um, for example, about uh, search engine optimization, if they click the link in it, they'd go into another campaign where then they'd get sort of a promotion sequence. And unless they bought that, they'd actually get more and more reminder emails until they finally bought it. Then they'd just get transferred back to the main sequence to go back on there and for another one, there'd be another thing on pay-per-click marketing. And then if they click that, they'd go into other campaigns. I like this idea of like behavioral, behavioral re-engagement, you might call it, or another way of sort of thought of it is like real-time funnel evolution where you've got the sales funnel that's evolving on the fly to the behavior of the people within it. Right. You know, the other thing about it that's really important is that imagine if you're watching, you know, like there's this 12 episode, uh, 12 episodes in a series of, I don't know, Lost or whatever, and you joined at the third episode, you might feel a little bit out of place because you haven't seen the first and second one. But regardless, you'll still be able to pick it up from the third one. But with the sales video and sales video process, if I, if I send them video one and then tomorrow send them video two without this engagement thing and then send them video three the next day, if they don't watch video one or video two and then they just watch video three, I've built up a story in the first and second that is crucial to them getting to know me, like me, and trust me in order to actually buy. 
So if they just watch video three without, without even watching one and two, the likelihood of them actually buying is a lot more less than those that have actually gone through the process and watched the first and then the second and then the third. So that's why it's really important to send them through this process. But obviously there are people that are going to get four reminders and still not watch video one, in which case I made the decision as part of this funnel to just send them video two on the fifth day regardless. And then maybe life gets in the way. They might go back and check it. They might not. I don't know. But even if I pick them up on video two, I probably would have lost them if I didn't send them video two. So it's better I just send it to them anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like this too. It's like one thing that I'd be wondering about, I think a lot of people would be curious about is it's one thing to go, all right, I've got this product and now I'm going to create a funnel for it. The challenge is, well, let's say we've got this process called, I don't know, call it the ABC process. I don't know what it is, but let's just call it the ABC process. And we're going to make a series of videos about it, just like you have, right? It's you know, a few engagement things, they, they don't watch it, they don't get the video, whatever. But you mentioned there that there's a storyline that if someone gets video three and they haven't seen video one and two, they're going to be a little bit out of the loop, sort of like you jumped into a, uh, you know, a TV series uh, halfway through like Lost. So what's the... I'm curious, what are you doing in these videos? Because part of it is that given the, given the content, which is the given the what and the why, maybe a little bit of the how. Tell them how to do this process that you're talking about. But how do you build this continuity through several videos and several emails? Yeah, so that's a really smart, smart question. And it's not always easy to do. Uh, for me, I specifically, as part of this course, created the the solution, if you like, is this, this thing that I call GAT. So naturally, they have to watch each video one at a time to get it. Like, I, although I'm going to tell you that in the first video, the GAT stands for Generate, Analyze, Test, uh, until you get to the second video, you're not going to learn about Analyze. And a lot of people want to learn how to analyze their ideas because they have so many of them. And then the third video is to test it. And of course, you're curious about how to test an idea anyway, because you haven't, uh, you've got, you know, you want to make sure it's the right idea. So for me, there was this natural flow, you know, in that sense. But I think that everybody should be able to come up with, with some sort of steps in what it is that they're selling. And... This, the easy thing about steps, which you can't really do with something like Lost, is that you know there's a storyline throughout it. You have to go from A to B. You have to go from B to C. You can't go from A to C. You know you have to know what that missing step is, and that's why they, you want to make sure they keep coming back to watch it. But also, right at the beginning of each video and at the end of each video, you know you allude to the fact that in the next video, here's what's coming up, or in this video, here's what's coming up, and so that you're constantly reminding them there are three videos. There is, a, you know, a series of emails, as it were, or whatever it is, and they need to pay attention to it. That way, they'll begin to unlock the free training that it is. So it's all brand for me. It's branded as a free free video course. The first three videos, you know, you get all three in a course, but you have to unlock them one at a time by watching them. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand. It's, I mean, <clears throat> this is an interesting thing because a lot of people struggle with storytelling, and that's really all that's going on here. Is you know, you can have storytelling where you've got like um you know, a story in a movie where there's like a hero, you know, called to adventure and there's a bit of risk and there's a mentor and there's, there's all these story formulas. But when it comes to like building a, it's sort of a story arc over a course of videos like that, it's, it's actually really simple. And I think a lot of people get a little bit mixed up in terms of how it happens. And like you just said there, you've got your framework and what happens is, let's say you've got analyzing step two and step one, you probably give them, you'd sell them on the process, tell you how amazing it is when you know how to actually analyze your idea and then you actually know how to test it because when you can test it, then you actually avoid spending all this money, blah, blah, blah. You basically sell them on the benefits of the process and then say, but we're not going to talk about analyzing testing today. Today, we're going to talk about the first step and then you do the same thing. So that's what you're doing through there. So it's really just about, you've got to get them emotionally. I think that's another key thing is you can't just say, well, we're going to have to wait, analyze later. It works much better, I think, if you get them emotionally excited, get them to feel desire inside themselves for understanding how to analyze and how to test. And then you take it away, you kind of bait them and you yeah. make them feel really good. And they're like, I want to know that. And then you say, well, 
I'm not telling you that today. You're going to get that in the next video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, well, you know, at the end of the day, the, the thing that you're teaching them must be something they really want. And I always believe that you should always keep giving away your best stuff. So, you know, the idea with finding your best, the thing about finding your, your most profitable idea, well, if you don't find your most profitable idea, you're going to make a lot of mistakes in the rest of your business. Before you even start that mistake process, before even getting involved in can, potentially making all these risks, you can figure out right away, right now, if your idea is good or not. That's worth a lot for the people starting a business. So for me, it's, it's always been, that seems to have worked well so far. The other, so that, that's, those are basically, that's, that's how it kicks off. You know, you opt in on a landing page for, for a video course, you get three videos, you go through it behaviorally or based on the engagement of you watching the videos and you do that for three videos. And after you do the third, third video, it unlocks the fourth video, which is a bonus video, which gives a little bit of content, but ends up being the entire presentation for the course. Uh, and that is on the sales page. Right. So what we do is, yeah, so just uh, let's take a step back and get right to the summary. So we've got video one, which is step one, video two, which is step two, video three, which is step three, right? Yeah. And then at what point do you start selling? Like actually yeah, so selling this, the product? Uh, I, so here's, here's what I do. I actually basically at video two uh, mention that there is this course coming up that I will be telling you about very shortly. Uh, but if you would like early bird access, please put in your email address in the form that's just popped below the video. And what the form does, which is really smart, and I've, I've, I didn't realize this before at the beginning when I started it, it's something that I introduced later on, is that those people that opted in into the early bird access, after three or four hours of waiting inside that form, I triggered another email, uh, which is a 24-hour early bird window to buy the course before it actually launches you know, in, in, in a few days. And so I don't tell them when it's going to launch. I just say it's launching in a few days because obviously they have to watch the third video before it actually launches. But what happens is they get the early bird access if they opt in. They get a 24-hour window to buy at a, at a discount of $50 and they can go ahead and buy the course. And I found that 40, I think it's 46%, yeah, 46% here, I'm looking at it right now, 46% of people uh, who opted in on the early bird went ahead and bought within that 24-hour window. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, so that that's just a it's just an interesting idea because a lot of people think, well, let me just set up an early bird list and then I'll put everybody in that list and then when I'm ready to launch on the same day that I launch, I'm just going to I'm just going to promote to them. But the thing about the early bird is that hey, if somebody's actually interested in an early bird, the moment they put in their email address is when they're actually excited about it. So use that next 24 hours to really uh, give them what they want. Don't make them wait for it, especially if you can do that. And of course, you can automate all these different things. And all of this is automated. I don't touch any of it anymore. I haven't for, for months now. And this entire thing still continues to work. So anyway, so what happens is if they take the early bed route, that's what happens. If they don't take the early bed route, uh, they've watched with video two. The next day they get video three. If they watch video three, then they go on to video four the next day. And if they don't watch video three, as usual, you get the reminders to go and watch video three. So, but after you've, got, after you've watched video three, you get video four. Now, video four is basically the summary, if you like, uh, and a couple of extra bits I think I'm teaching in those videos. And then in that video, and then I go into talking, talking about the course, the benefits of the course, uh, the modules or however it's set up, um, the bonuses that I've put together, the people that I've interviewed in there, all those different things, and then the price and the guarantee. Um, so a regular video sales letter, if you like, but it's me on screen teaching that. And underneath the entire video sales letter is the entire thing written up as a sales letter, text sales letter. So they got the video on the page and underneath it, they've got the sales letter. They've got the buttons to go ahead and buy. Now, what happens is the moment somebody gets the link to the fourth video, which essentially is a sales letter in their email and they click it, it activates a five day window for that page to be open. 
And after five days, the page dissolves or shuts down. Or, or, How do you, you actually know, do that? How do you, what software are you using to make a that? Scarcity thing? Samurai. There's a tool called Scarcity Samurai, which plugs into WordPress. And uh, I basically set up the different you know, permutations that I want on the page to happen on that. I also do that same thing on the other 24-hour window page, which we just mentioned earlier. Uh, right, right. I've used Scarcity Samurai before. It's a pretty, uh, pretty wicked little plugin. Yeah, yeah. It's smart. Uh, you basically, and it's it's very individual based. You know, so if somebody goes, if you go on it now, you'll get five days as a window, and if I go it in three days, my five days will start then, and it will actually expire. Too many people have countdowns on their pages, and then when the countdown's over, the page still is there. That's just you know not right. <laughs> And you have to have, if you've got a countdown, you've got to make sure you take it down. So anyway, what happens is within that five-day window, I send out a series of eight emails. It's a lot, but I know email works for me, so I use email very well uh, in that way. And in those, in those eight emails, essentially, I've got, you know, what is the course, um, question and answers that people may have asked, which I've obviously pre-written and put together um, what's, you know, who are the people that I'm interviewing, so biographies of them, what are the bonuses about, um, and, and ask me anything type question email as well, um, which by the way is a really clever idea. You know, this whole, uh, short two sentence email that says, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm at my desk for 24 hours or I'm at my desk this day. And if you have any question, this is an ask me anything type email. If you respond to this email today, then I'll, you know, shoot back a personal response for you. And the number of, number of people that use that email and, and replies and saying so many of those have turned into sales just by answering questions that they probably felt they couldn't have emailed otherwise. And just by that one email going out in that sequence, it saves a lot of sales. Interesting. So I'm curious here because in the last week, I've actually just outsourced my inbox. You know, I don't know if anyone actually enjoys going through their emails, but I've, uh, I was like, well, I've, I could have done this a year ago. But um, a few weeks ago, I was like, man, I wonder if I could just delegate my emails like entirely. So I didn't even have to, never even have to log in. And uh, at first, it was two weeks ago, I was like, there's no way that's even possible. I just, I mean, I can't do that. That's just, it's not right. It's not ethical. I don't know, whatever. And then I did it. I hired this girl. We sat down for an hour one day and figured out a process. Now the emails are gone. So I'm not responding to, I don't even log into my, I haven't logged into my email inbox for my business email inbox for a week. It's been wonderful. So I'm curious here because in my, so in my personal sort of where I'm at right now in my own sort of personal journey is I'm, I'm very much in like an automating and delegating phase where I'm trying to figure out ways to basically order, like automate every facet of the business so that then I can free up time to go and do other things. Right. Um, so which some of those things will actually make a good topic for another podcast. But the, but the reason I mention this is because you, so you send out an ask me anything email. Do you respond to that email or do you have other people do it? I respond to every email I get really? um, from, my, from my subscriber base. Yeah, every single one. I love it. I, I just, um, I just love getting to know what people are saying and thinking, you know, in my database, and, and to really understand and get into their minds. I've done this all the time. I've just, I really enjoy it. Uh, this idea of outsourcing my email inbox, uh, I, I love it. I don't know if I do it though. Really, you <laughs> so love your email. You love, you love, you love doing emails. Well, there's, there's two types of people that are, that are emailing me. There's generally. Well, there's three types. The first one is my clients. I'm always going to respond to them. The second one is the people that are on my database. The fact that they've taken the time to do that and read my emails and respond and stuff that I'm writing, I, I respond to them as well. And who knows, one day they might actually turn into clients. And then the third type are the, the partners or the, you know, you know, the people that are interested in teaming up or working together on something or the other. And they need my responses too. So the only thing that I, I would outsource, which I have outsourced, is my help scout desk, which is really just refunds or questions or and there's really not much of that going on very little of that so um i guess you know i've just never never been able to do it i've i've, I've always loved the idea of it i've just never been able to do it right right interesting because the way i've done it 
which is just taking a little bit of a tangent, but I think it's, um, I think a few people will be curious about this, is what I did, sat down with this girl and we said, all right, you're gonna go through the email and respond to everything that you can, because a lot of stuff will just be comments, might be a refund, it might be uh, a question about a product or something like that. And so that stuff's just reply to it. And then what we've got is we've got a Google doc that she sends me each day. And one section is, you know, just comment sort of updates, like here's, here's all the emails I replied to. And then another section is requires John's response. And so that's basically just a list of, you know, uh, you know, Cabot uh, said that, you know, it's okay to reschedule this, you know, the podcast to the whatever date that you rescheduled it to. And then, or she might say, oh, Cabot needs to reschedule because he's had something come up. Um, you know, is it okay to book this in on Friday at 9 p.m., you know, 9 a.m. or something like that. And then so what I do at lunchtime every day, about 12 p.m., I log in, open the uh, Google Doc, pull out my phone and get a voice recorder and just basically record my response to it. I just say, say that, you know, tell Kevin that's cool. And so it takes me like two seconds to, make, to basically write, a, you know, say a response to an email. And usually I can get through, get through the day's emails in about 10 minutes, with like a 10-minute recording, upload right. it straight to Dropbox and send it to her and then she goes through and replies to everyone. And so far it's worked great. Wow. Wow. Yeah, um, I, that's awesome. Uh, you know, it saves up a lot of time if email is something that, you know, I kind of live in my email, though. I check it like a few times a day. I live in it. And so, yeah, hopefully one day there'll be a better way of managing it. But, you know, considering that every other part of my business is automated and email is the only part, email and I use Asana a lot for my team. Um, those are the only two things and two apps that I'm generally most of the time in. So, and Google, Google Docs for editing and stuff like that. But yeah, cool. So, um, you know, the funnel basically it has this eight day, I'm going to just take us back to that conversation because I know you <laughs> go for it, man. <laughs> but <laughs> so the funnel is basically these eight emails and they are so timed that after the five days are up the, you know, that's up and, um, the unit closes basically. And after it closes, this page comes up, it redirects to a page that says, Hey, the sales process is over or the, the window is over. If you'd like to be notified for when we open in the future, then please put in your email address here and, and you know, we'll, we'll let you know. And then what happens is after three days, um, those that haven't bought go into activate into an invitation series. So that's the beginning of the second funnel, which is a webinar invitation series. And we invite them to register for a webinar. And they have three times to choose. It's a it's an automated webinar, a webinar recorded that now runs on Stealth Seminar. And there's three times that they can attend. They can either attend at the top of the very next hour. They can attend at 11 a.m. the next day, or they can attend at the day after at 7 p.m. Those are the, generally the three rolling times that I have on there. And so they can choose to attend any of those times. And then you know, there's five emails in the invitation series. If they subscribe it, if they clicked and register at any of those, then, you know, they all stop. Basically, you don't get all five if you register at the first one. So it's very much controlled like that based on their behavior again. And then after this is the really cool part, after they attend, after they register for the webinar, uh, they'll get a series of two videos they should watch as as a homework, if you like, two, five, 10 minute videos that they should watch. And then they come to the webinar, they are primed to watch 60 minutes on, you know, how to find your very first profitable idea and a whole training around that. And then they get the pitch again to say the window is open again for two days, the whole sales window is open. And then, you know, what happens is Stealth Seminar and my Infusionsoft campaign speak to each other. And if somebody attends the webinar, they get a series of emails to say, hey, thanks for attending the webinar. And uh, here's the link to go check it out. We're open for 48 hours and you can get it at this very special price. And then they get two more videos the day after to say, wait, I wanted to shoot two very quick videos. One is to add, to give you this added value. And the other one is to answer some of these questions that people have been sending me. Um, they can go click on the links and watch the videos, me presenting to the camera 
and uh, hopefully try to close as many sales as I can there. And then if they don't attend the webinar, they get links to go back and watch the replay. All of that is automated. So two day, another two, another 48 hour window for them to go to that same sales page, which unlocks for 48 hours and then closes again. Um, again, all using those tools that I just mentioned. And so if you buy it at any time in any of these campaigns, again, all of this is 100% automated. But if you buy it any time in any of these campaigns, any moments we've talked about, then the campaign stops wherever you are. And you now begin to receive the customer only material. So the member side, the access and that kind of thing. Nice, nice. I love it. I mean, the automated thing is pretty awesome. But I love how like uh, comprehensive this funnel is. It's not like you just push people through a few autoresponders. It's this, it's very heavy on the behavioral aspect. Yeah, you, you don't want to, uh, that's the thing. I think a lot of people um, see, it took, uh, first of all, it took a huge amount of time to, to set up. I'm not saying that it's easy to do, but I would say it took about a month, r- solid month, uh, you know, to really get a lot of it down. I was happy with the emails sitting down and writing a lot of emails all in one go. I'm used to writing an email a day. Sit down and write like 20, 30, 40 emails and put them all in and, and go back and review them. But it's it's paid off. It, it will always continue, continue to pay off so long as people keep going through the funnel because it's very well put together, if I can say so myself, and the stats look good so far. Um, but more importantly, the reason I created it is because, you know, and this is why a lot of, uh, this is why it's such a great idea to put together a funnel like this and anyone else could do it, whatever their business is. If you have like a, a really good service that you sell, that you sell well, um, it's your main service. There's going to be a lot of people that need a, a lift up before they can get to that service. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those programs that, that, you know, that help people do that. And that's why I created it. And so, you know, if you have, if you're selling something that is a far reach for, for a lot of people, maybe because they don't have clarity or they don't know whether they need you or they do want that, but they're not yet ready. Well, what is it that thing that they're not yet ready about? And that's one of those things that you could have on the lower end that you can automate that you don't have to be involved with, but people can go through and still feel happy about working with you. It could be a taste of working with you, but at the same time, it could be giving really great value so that they're ready for what it is that you really want to share with them. Mm. I like it. I like it. Very cool, man. Very cool. So where's the, I mean, I guess this depends on the person. I was going to say, well, you know, where's the best place for someone to start? It sounds like the best place for someone to start is to find out if they have a profitable idea. Well, you, you know, a lot of people are, the, the biggest the biggest issue with people starting businesses is, have I got the right idea? Yeah. You know, in many cases, it's, it's, it is also, is my marketing strategy right? Is my sales strategy right? But way before that is, have I got the right idea? And so those are the kind of people that that, that, that course helps you know, it's tough for everybody. I think that some of the people that are doing exactly, you know, listening to this, for example, are probably not, I'm going to make the guess that they're not exactly the people that are still looking for their idea. They're now focused on email marketing, on building sales funnels and things like that because they've got their idea. But I'm using that as a case study just to show you that this is how I've set up this automated funnel, essentially. Mm. Um, and, but you know, that's, that's what it is. Nice, man. Okay. Okay. So if people want to learn more, we're right on time here, so we have to wrap it up. But if people want to learn more about you or more about this profitable idea, profitable idea uh, where is the best place for them to do that? Yeah, sure. So my main service is... Um, automated business system. Basically, I work with people uh, who want to take their idea, uh, create the right business strategy, a strategy that will get them and a sales funnel and user process that will get them to 100K in their very first year. Then we do everything to help them build it and we launch it and we grow it with them to that point. Um, And I've got a a book of case studies basically that anybody can go and read uh, and uh, they'll show you real people that have created these businesses and are doing very well with them. And you can go to my website, which is www.insider.com. That's I-N-S-I-D-E-R, InsiderInternetSuccess.com, and click the button on there that says download the case studies or show me the case studies, and you can you can go ahead and, and download that book and have a read of it. And if you'd like to get in touch or ask any ask me any questions, then obviously there's the comments box you know on your site, 
uh, John, and then you can always get in touch with me on Twitter or social media or through the website. Perfect, mate. Awesome. What I'll do is I'll have links to, uh, to that on the show notes at the mcmethod.com. Gavin, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Thanks. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more. Oh,